Greetings and welcome to another double feature here at the Metal Blade Podcast. Today we we will be joined by uh, Kurt from Believer and later on Henry from God to Throne. As always, cruise on over to myspace.com slash metalbladerecords and metalbladestore.com. And uh, right now we have Kurt from Believer. How are things, sir? Great. Awesome. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm fabulous. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, uh, check out Believer at myspace.com slash believerband uh, for all things regarding them. All right, so it's been since 1993 since Believer put out an album, if if I have my facts in order, correct? That's, that's absolutely correct. Okay. Mentioned. Right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the new album is called uh, Gabriel in stores now. And uh, first off, after all this time, what made you guys decide to get back out, you know, get back in the game and put out a new one? Well, basically, you know, it, it was the result of Joey, and I, I moved back closer to the area where we have our studio and where Joey lives, and it was uh, it was kind of one of those things where we were always in contact throughout the years, you know, and, and talked about music, and I did some stuff with a band that he was working with um, previously with production type of stuff, but um, since I moved back to the area, it was like, hey, why don't we get together and just, you know, just play, you know, have some fun, nothing, no, you know, no no business ventures or anything like that, you know, no, no reunion talk. You know, we wrote some songs and, um, you know, it was just the chemistry was there and we just, one thing kind of led to another and, and people were like, you know, you guys should really put this out. And so, um, you know, we met, uh, Howard Jones and he's got the imprint on Metal Blade and, uh, wanted us to be his first band and talked to Slagle and the rest is history <laughs> yeah that was actually my, my next question um gabriel's is actually is put out on an imprint of metal blades called cesspool recordings yeah. headed by howard jones from kill switch engage um how did he initially approach you guys about that so it was interesting because he did you know um i forget who it was that that uh showed us some a bunch of interviews that that he was doing saying that oh i heard believers putting out a new album you know i'm, I'm stoked about that i can't wait to to hear this so um, we we were put in touch with Mike Gitter uh, from Roadrunner, the A and R guy who uh, deals with Killswitch, and said, "Hey, Mike, you know if Howard's into it, to see if he wants to do like a guest spot or a guest vocal." And um, you know, very quickly uh, was provided with Howard's phone number and everything. And we I got in touch with Howard, and we talked for quite a long time. He turned out to be like this huge believer fan, pretty much knows more about the band than we do. <laughs> Excellent. Um, which was kind of weird, um, but but yeah, we flew him in uh, to do some vocals on the Brave, which he was again kind of kind of weirded out by because we were actually like, we want you to sing on this, and he was like, what? You know, singing on a Believer album? I'm like, ah, come on, you know, you know us, we like to do some different things. But um, you know, and through that interaction, and as he as he spent the weekend at our studio, you know, he just we we just started talking about his imprint on Metal Blade, and, and that's uh, that's where the conversation took place. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So are you, are you guys Kill Switch fans in return, or not really? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Like, we're, we're fans of so many different styles of music. Yeah. And, um, and we, think, we think, you know, the musicianship for Kill Switch is really amazing, and, and a lot of their riffs are really cool. I mean, I don't listen to them on a regular basis or anything, but I did hear some of their new stuff, and it is really good. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Howard does vocal uh, guest vocals on, I believe it's the ninth, the ninth track on the record. Yeah, ninth track, The Brave, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was, you know, looking through it, and, and there's like a slew of other people that do guest yeah. uh, guest appearances. So uh, who else is on it? 
So um, Darren Miller for CKY, he he actually contacted Monty Connor from Roadrunner and said, "Hey, I heard Believer's putting out a new album. Is there any way I can do like a guest spot on it? Can you put me in touch with Kurt?" And um, and so that's how that happened. Darren's a great guy, and he does a great lead on on uh, the first track, Medwaton. Had a had a blast um, doing that. And then um, Joe Rico from Sacrifice. So we toured with Sacrifice um, back in I think like ninety ninety one ninety two tour with Bolt Thrower. And uh, became very good friends with them. And we, we actually approached Joe about this because he, he always said that he wanted to play on a Believer record. So so he did the lead um, on A Moment in Prime. I believe that's the, what is that, second tune or something? <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> um, and then um, also Rocky Gray, who is actually the drummer for Evanescence. Oh, yes, drummer, yes. But he's a great guitar player. And he's playing guitar now for a band called Living Sacrifice, and and um, he he asked us if he could do something. So uh, they were they were on tour at the time, and and we brought him over to the studio, and he did the lead on Focus Lethality. Gotcha. Yeah, it's really cool that you know once you guys got back together, like a slew of people from all different walks of the heavy music realm, you know, came into it and, and did stuff on the record. I think that's great. Yeah, it was it was it was really weird. I mean, to hear like these people say, "Oh, you know, you guys were an influence," and I mean, these these guys are like in you know really successful bands. And stuff. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what do you mean? You know, but uh, it, it was really cool. I mean, you know, to to hear those things. Yeah, and uh, it kind of leads me into my next thing I wanted to talk about was um, I ran into Gunface from the Red Chord at New England Metal Fest and. He was just, as he puts it, completely nerding out over the New Believer record. <laughs> so I'm sure if he probably would have done a guest spot or two if if uh, the timing was right. <laughs> yeah, we 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 actually did meet him, and it was it was pretty funny because he kind of went into this fan mode, which was really cool. But I mean, it's it's really humbling for us because I mean these these people really are like amazing musicians and and and, and stuff like that. And you know, of course, we don't we don't feel very worthy of their <laughs> praise, you know. So. So, but um, but it, but it is it is something that's really cool, and and you know to kind of see that, and uh, you know it's an honor to be kind of have these people as our fans. You know? Yeah, you yeah, know? it's very interesting to see, very awesome to see too. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, how did you like New England Metal Fest when you were out there? Oh, it was very cool. You know, it was great to like just be hanging out in the scene again, and, and yeah. um, seeing a lot of people that that we haven't seen you know in, in such a long time that are still part of that you know of that metal scene and. And bands and meet bands that we may have, you know, talked to over the phone or, or whatever. But um, you know, just just a, a, a just a really nice time. And of course, we got to talk to a lot of press, which was nice. Yeah, it's definitely you the, guys. Yes, it's cool. <laughs> it's definitely the metal event of the year, as far as the U.S. is concerned. <laughs> Absolutely, it's great. It's a great show. I mean, you know, just unbelievable musicians and, and and great bands. I mean, it wasn't. You know, we had our we had our pack of bands back in in the nineties, but. You know, it's just this huge metal explosion today, and and um, just the musicianship is is unbelievable, and it's staggering. I mean, it's great. It's a great time to be in the scene. Let's yeah, absolutely, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, do you guys have any plans to play yourself live? Maybe a show or two, maybe a short tour, anything? Absolutely. So we're rehearsing right now, and um, what we'd like to do is maybe, you know, test the waters with some opening slots here and there. You know. Um, either in our area or do some kind of like, you know, mini tours. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely, we're definitely going to get out there and play some shows, which will be really cool. Awesome. We're excited to do that. <laughs> you know, there's so much going on in Gabriel, like, and we don't want to, we don't want to use like, you know, dad tapes or anything. We, we right. want to be able to pull off everything live 
and of course, you know, there's a lot more going on there than five guys. So we're, you know, we're doing a lot of, you know, moving back and forth, using our feet, doing a bunch of stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's tap it's dancing. Of, what? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun, and we just want to be sure we're ready, you know, before we Got commit it. to anything. And you know, we we've always kind of been like that. You know, um, we just we just want to give fans pool what they pay for <laughs> nothing wrong with that yeah <laughs> all right so uh, everybody make sure to keep uh keep checking myspace.com believer band for uh any updates regarding shows and anything else uh you have any final words to anybody out there um you know just thanks for kind of accepting us back into the fold <laughs> you know we, <laughs> we really appreciate it we weren't sure what the response was going to be like but it's been great i mean you know, we thought everybody had pretty much forgotten about us or, or would hate us, you know. Um, but uh, it's it's just been awesome, and the fan response has been great. So thanks. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, remember, uh, Believers Gabriel is in stores now. All right. We're going to take a short break and uh, check out a Believer tune called Focused Lethality. And we'll be right back. Thank you so much, Kurt. Thank you.
Slide. 
right, that was God Dethrone with Under a Darkening Sky from their new album, Passchendaele. And uh, we are here now with God Dethrone singer Henry, all the way from the Netherlands. How's it going? It's going good. Excellent. Excellent. Very well. Thank you. (laughs) All right, the new album, Passchendaele, is in stores now. And uh, if I did my math right, I think this is your eighth full-length record? Yeah, I think it's right. Yeah, I think it's the eighth, yeah. Have you lost count, too? (laughs) I'm sorry? Have you lost count of how many records you've done? Yeah, because it's been a while, and yeah, but I think it's eight, yeah. Okay, well, we'll just say it's eight. (laughs) If you don't count the re-releases and some other shit, then it's it's number eight, yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, so Passchendaele is a concept record, so I want you to give everybody out there the details and about the record and why you chose to do a concept record this time around. Well, it's because uh, our former guitar player, Isaac de la Haye, he lived in a city called Iper in Belgium. And Iper was a center of war activities during World War One. And so every time I visited him, you know, I could see all the war, uh, war memorials, the war graves, and, and all the English and Irish people visiting this town every weekend. And it really impressed me, so I decided to find out more about it. So I went to the museum and was starting to read books about this war, and since we did some uh, historical topics on previous albums, I thought like it would be a good idea to do a concept album about World War One, to just do historical shit all the way. So that's what I did, and that's why it's about World War One, and also because nobody did that before, you know. Many bands choose World War Two as a, as a topic, and nobody does anything with World War One, so that made it special. Awesome way to pave some new ground, I guess, right? <laughs> uh, so this this isn't the first time you've done a concept record, correct? It is the first time. Yeah. Oh, it is the first time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, we did some some stuff in the past, like uh, about Bram Stoker, his Lair of the White Worm, that, that book he wrote. But it was just one song, and not a whole album. Right, right. This is the first concept album. So so now after doing Passchendaele, do you prefer to do a a concept record or do you prefer to not do one? Uh well, actually that that depends. I mean, when when writing the songs or writing the lyrics uh, specifically, I thought like I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> because it was quite difficult to to write like eight songs, eight eight lyrics about the same topic and try to to make it as diverse as possible and to because I try to to write all the lyrics from a neutral point of view like uh, objective and not like <clears throat> taking any political stand or whatsoever so it was quite difficult to write lyrics and not speak about Germans or not speak about English or French soldiers which made it quite complicated to to start with but once I did a few songs it went better and better and and now, when I see the reactions from the people, they totally love the the, the 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 album, the songs, but also the lyrics. It seems like I did a good job, so it also helped me to go into one direction. So I might do it again in the future. Awesome. Well, we'll have we'll have to see. <laughs> yep. yeah. um, so I read that you used to see a street sign actually called Passchendaele on your way to Isaac's house, your former guitar player, um, to go out for quote notorious drinking sessions <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you have any cool. do you have any good yeah. stories from that from that period of time any stories any good drinking stories oh yeah i mean um 
Well, I don't know if you if you count uh, lying on the street and puking all over the place. Oh, totally. Drinking stories. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, it's like it was notorious because it was like insane drinking. And I can tell you, when you share a pub with English and Irish and Scottish people, it's like a madhouse. <laughs> I mean, uh, certain people in Europe are, are known for drinking like like maniacs, but I can tell you, the English, they are the, the worst. Really? They are terrible. So if you try to keep up with them, you're going down <laughs> big time. All right, note, note, note taken. <laughs> okay. And I, I don't remember any stories because I don't remember anything. <laughs> those nights. <laughs> well, then it must have been a good time then. We just don't know what happened. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, what, do you, what do you personally enjoy drinking the most? I'm a real beer drinker. You know, I, I like whiskey and vodka, but it makes me super drunk and super sick the next day. So I prefer <laughs> beer because I can drink all night long. Yeah, I do the same thing. <laughs> all right, so uh, back to the album. Um, the artwork is, is fantastic. I love it. Um, I noticed you went back to someone who you have worked with before for the artwork, or at least work with the layout, correct? Yeah, it's, it's a German guy called Karl-Heinz Schuster. He works for Metal Blade from now, from every now and then, and uh, and uh, he did uh, like the inside of our booklets on, on some albums, and uh, he did that well. I thought like, well, why why shouldn't he do the front cover? So I asked him, and he said, well, give me give me an idea, and I did. And like two days later, we could choose from fourteen different designs. Fourteen. Yeah, in two really, days, because <laughs> he, he he understood my idea, so he yeah. came up with the stuff instantly. And then we picked one design, and then like within a week or two, he made like ten different variations on that one, and then it was finished. And this is it, and I think it's super. It's like stunning. Well, no, I love it. I think it came out great. The coloring is really cool too. Just the you know the red and the grays and everything, and it's it's yeah, good. Yeah, I totally agree. So uh, so you guys are going to be making a return to the States after, like, far too many years. Uh, give us the details on that. When is it going to be? It's going to start September 30th, after our South American and Mexican tour. I mean, we're going to start, like, early September in Brazil, and then we, we work our way up to the States to go to Tucson, Arizona. Then tour the States and Canada and in October, and then go back to Europe for another European tour until the end of November. Awesome. So, but we're really excited to tour the States again. Yeah, it's been, how long has it been? I think uh, you guys did the, a festival in Cleveland a few years ago, but I think an actual tour, it's been longer? Mm, let me think. Uh, we did, uh, yeah, we did a festival in Cleveland, like Brave Words Bloody Knuckles Festival, we played, of course, on the 25th anniversary of Metal Blade in Worcester. Oh, yes, yes. That was 2007, I think. So I think, I think the last U.S. tour must have been something like 2005, like October 2005. Yeah, it's been too long, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, way too long. So, so it's, yeah, it's about time we get back, and we will. And, yeah, the tour is already booked. It will be put on the website, like, next week. Awesome. And like we have like a lot of time to promote it, and uh, we have some high expectations. 
And, of course, everybody wants to see Susan, our new guitar player. <laughs> oh, yes. We forgot to talk about her, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, oh. let me ask, uh, where is she from another band, or did you? how did you find her? Um, she is from another band, but not, like, uh, a really well-known band. She played in Murder Syndicate. Um, but, actually, we needed a new guitar player after the recordings, because Isaac left like before the recordings and we decided to just do it with like a three piece and um but of course in the meantime people found out about it and sent us an email like can i go for an audition and stuff like that and one of those people was susan and yeah we all knew her but we never thought about her well not like she could be the new guitar player so we invited her and it was all great she's really professional really fanatic and a cool person as well. That's good. Can she drink a lot of beer? Yeah, she tries at least. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, it will be. It will get better and better over time. I'm Got sure. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you have any final words? Um, yeah. Well, we're doing a video for Drowning in Mud right now. Awesome. Finished in a week or two. And then, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I guess everybody should check out the new album. All righty. <laughs> and see us live or rot in hell. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, well, that will wrap it up uh, for us here today. Thanks so much for joining us, Henry, and uh, we'll see you on the road later this year. Yeah, you're welcome, and see you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.